Welcome, bearlings. Springtime is blossoming. I hope you're sheltering safely away from the storm. Phil, Justin, and I are nice and cozy, curled up with a copy of P.G. Woodhouse, and broadcasting from our airship somewhere above the Amazon basin. We've got our favorite springtime showers cassette playing as we speak. This is the Dancing Bear Variety Hour, Sketches, Volume 5. We've got a lovely comedy sampling for you today to help keep you dry on a wet spring afternoon or dry fall afternoon, because this is a podcast. I hope you like it. It's the Dancing Bear Variety Hour. In the in the morning, in the morning. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the Dancing Bear Variety Hour, KJHK's premier comedy radio hoot nanny. Uh, we're your hosts, Justin Wilson. That's me. I'm Scott Ross, and I'm Phil Garland. And today, we're working on our commercial radio shops to develop ourselves into marketable radio talent when we graduate in two months. <laughs> We've got a wonderful show for in you the this morning. morning. <laughs> Professionalism. Sorry. <laughs> As always, uh, we hope you're all satisfied sitting at home and enjoying all the work we put in. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, thanks a lot. Enjoy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Sworn to uphold the law. You got a permit for that bicycle, little Johnny? To preserve justice in a city owned by criminals. I got enough to nail this guy, Cooper. You don't want none of this, Frankie. This goes all the way to the top. To kill bad guys. I'm gonna kill you, copper. Nah. I'm gonna kill you. Ah! Officer Frankie Thunder was everything a good cop could be. Until one fateful day. What happened? No one knows. But it sounds bad. But this good cop wasn't quite finished with his beat. His heartbeat. Doc, come over here. What is it, you beautiful minx? I think he's gonna make it. Uh, uh, Doc, what happened? Hmm, troubling. 500 cc's of morphine. But Doc, it looks like- Damn it, Terry. There's no way he's coming out of this on his own. I need to put him under. We can make him better. Hey, McNally, remember when you busted that fatty Malone perp last week? Yeah, what of it, Charlie? Well, uh, we just busted him. Why'd you bust that fat f*** up? A 227. We'll do hard time for that. What is this ladies coming by? Oh, yeah? So, uh, when your mom gets here, tell her I said hello. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a b***. What the? Sergeants Angelo and Griffith, you have been found in violation of the workplace harassment policy. What the f*** is this overground garbage bin? Department policy requires 10 hours of unpaid overtime to be performed over the course of the next six weeks. What? I shall print a copy for your records. Hey, dummy! I hear that ATM machine around the corner got the hearts for ya. Detective Schwartz. 
One week suspension for creating a hostile workplace environment. You're kidding me. What is this? A joke? The only joke is that you ever made detective. Ha. Ha 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 ha. This hotshot cop is now the most efficient filing clerk in all of Detroit. Come on, Frank. Can we go through some baddies' tax records? No. It's not like that. Ah, come on. You're such a buzzkill. You young guns think it's the Wild West around here. Here, file these files. Alphabetically. A man fighting for integrity. Captain, I've readied all the paperwork for the men. Good, Frank. We're riding an all-time high of police brutality. It's men like you who keep this place running so well. Thank you, sir. But I see your firearm is not safely buckled in its holster. Never know when some poor family whose door he kicked down decides they want a piece of you. And there's a lot of doors to bust down. True, sir. But I'm going to have to cite you for officer, officer negligence. Ha 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 ha. A man fighting to save his city. Is this your ball? Yeah. Football leads to concussions. You'll be much better with this soccer ball. Here is the bill for your parents. A man with feelings. How long we known each other, Frank? Twelve years, eight months, and seventeen days. And in all that time, you never thought about us. A man with a career. Frank, you've fallen behind on this paperwork. You getting too run down for this job? You need some time off, old timer? He's a man about to break down. Another quart of Malvoline, J.J. Come on, Frankie, you know this ain't a charity shop. Here, take it. Frankie, you trying to pay me with that phony money? I would have expected this out of a lot of my men, but not you, Frankie. Welcome to the pain house, copper! Ooh-ah! Suddenly, on the wrong side of the law. Dear Sandra, I know I've made a lot of mistakes. I know numbers. That's all. But maybe there's more to life than that. But on the right side of a Christmas miracle. Frank! What's that, boss? You're free! Input error. Please repeat request. You must have some friends in high places. Oh, oh, oh. Coming to theaters this December. I could really use your help, young man. But I'm a washed up, no good desk cop. What could you ever need me for? I need some help with my naughty and nice lists. Now printing page one of 2,860. Now printing page 2 of 2,860. Robo Desktop. Difference between you and me? <laughs> I love my work. We're about to take another quick break, but before we do, we'd like to take this time to acknowledge a, a pretty embarrassing oversight here at Dancing Bear Variety Hour. Uh, when we started the show back in September, we were really excited to include a segment called The Tallest Building in Topeka Awards. It's a humble little prize we give monthly to honor the tallest building in Topeka. Unfortunately, over the last couple of months, we have 
neglected our responsibilities. But no more. Uh, this week, we welcome the tallest building at Topeka Awards back to the Dancing Bear Variety Hour. Justin, who's our winner this month? Well, this month, uh, the award goes to Bank of America Building. And, incidentally, uh, we will be sending retroactive awards uh, for previous months that we've missed. Uh, The December, January, and February winners are all also the Bank of America Building. So, uh, congratulations, Bank of America Building, again. Yeah, very good. You're listening to the Dancing Bear Variety Hour, Sketches Volume 5. I'd like to take a moment to say a few words on behalf of Dr. Malcolm's scalp tonic. When I first started losing my hair at the age of 20, I collapsed on the floor and sobbed for three hours straight. Then I discovered Dr. Malcolm's scalp tonic. It's made from only the purest emollients, salves, and unguents, and is guaranteed to satisfy. My hair hasn't grown back, but it does make the skin on my head hurt. Dr. Malcolm's scalp tonic, proud sponsor of Dancing Bear Variety Hour. Welcome back to the Dancing Bear Variety Hour. Uh, We're your hosts, Justin, Scott, and Phil. Uh, Here's some more stuff we wrote. What long-forgotten histories await us this evening when we open the vault? One sunny day in Los Angeles, people watched as the great subterranean sounder of giant wild boars rose from beneath the city and ran cacophonously through the streets and sidewalks. Their intrusion went largely unnoticed by the population until their spontaneous migration took them up onto the 405. Citizens were confined to their vehicles as the onslaught of hoof and tusk raced furiously onward. The few unlucky pedestrians of the city were forced to drop their Louis Vuitton handbags to flee the encroaching porcine stampede. Many of them found refuge high in the palms, the smell of filth and hog's breath rising from the surface. Today we remember the brave men and women who evacuated them and returned the city back to normal functionality. Famous rap trio N.W.A. recounts the events in their famous track, the police but the details remain shrouded in metaphor, almost indecipherable. Not to be outdone, Will Smith held a benefit concert in West Philadelphia stating, I might not have been there, but I felt it, you know? And with this action began the infamous hip hop wars whose effects are still felt today throughout the nation. But the real hero of the day was Ronald Reagan, who, playing Tootsie, his trombone, to the tune of Yankee Doodle Dandy, led the remaining boars back to their underground burrows beneath the city and to safety. They followed the sound of his trombone as if it was composed of fresh truffle. Down the boars snorted and sneezed to the expansive, complicated network of tunnels below the surface and have remained peacefully ever since. Some speculate that the boars' inexplicable sudden interest in the city's surface was the product of a conspiracy by a young Ronald Reagan to secure his position in Parliament in the upcoming election. After rescuing the people of Los Angeles from the assault, his campaign manager quickly trademarked the phrase, No More Boar, which appeared next to a silhouette of Reagan holding the now infamous Tootsie the Trombone on bus stops and billboards throughout the city. 
the election was won in a landslide. To this day, however, the mystery of what caused the great Los Angeles boar stampede remains unsolved. Locked away in the vault. Jackie girl, here we are. You and your old man let loose on the streets of NYC. The Big Apple. The Hong Kong on the Hudson. You excited slugger? Sure am. Think we'll pass by Yankee Stadium? Hmm, pass by? <laughs> I'll demand we make a stop. No girl of mine passes up a baby Ruth photo off. All right, everybody. Please buckle up. What about Central Park? Yeah, I think that was on the brochure. And the Frick? Jacqueline, my girl. If the American Museum of Natural History is good enough for your father, it's good enough for you. You know I don't go in for that medieval European baloney. Hello, passengers. Welcome to Big Apple Tours. I am your host, Claude. New York City. Par apparition, par erotic fantasy. The city that never sleeps. It is called forever in a state of dreaming, and that table from which one cannot awake. What's he talking about, Pa? Uh, don't you mind him. Look, it's the GE building. Rising like a massive elephant among the towering buildings, the GE building is a that where the abstract is made concrete. Industry, capital, Indentured servitude, these are just words. Look and behold this giant gravestone which marks the death of the labor war, and from whose top now, perhaps, the captains of American industry look out over us, calculating, making most on zevory wages. Good God, what a buzzkill. I want to know what madman gave a loony like this a sightseeing job. Pa, Pa, look! It's Grand Central! Ah, yes. The trains go in, the posing pistons, the locomotion, all this activity. And where do they go? It's all one big circle. And now, please raise your hand if you would like a souvenir cafe mug. There is no exit from this elaborate system of loops. There is no existence beyond the grid. There is no way out. But to jump into the East River and to let yourself be carried out with the refuse to the sea. So fill your mug with the gods ambrosia. Leave forever drunk on power, unknowing the futile endeavor of this life of this chase after immortality which marks each waking hour. That hopelessness that occupies each and every city block and finds itself on the lips of every paper boy. The gross repetition of history, the markets rise and fall. Warring nations and the madman's grab for more power. 
It is a tale as old as time. Oh, brother. Hey, you old round tooth. Figure you can lighten up a bit. We're trying to see the sights and have a good time here. <sighs> but with what eyes do we look out and see this sight? How do we know if what we see is as we see it to be? In the city which never sleeps, caught perpetually in a waking dream, what can we say is or is not an illusion? All right, Jackie, grab your stuff. I've had enough of this loony. We come now to Brooklyn. Jackie, sit down. Far off on the horizon, the sun now begins its steady descent. Lady Liberty stands guard against the night, against all that society hides and wishes to not be, but which inevitably comes bubbling forth, overtaking the streets, looting, pillaging, violence, misery. The darkest nature of man is unleashed at this hour. My name is Claude, and it has been a pleasure to show you my side of this great city. Please enjoy your visit to New York. brings us to the end of another episode of Dancing Bear Variety Hour. The show's written, voiced, and edited by Justin Wilson, Phil Garland, and Scott Ross. Additional voices provided by Sarah Levins. You can get more DBVH at younglearnersguide.com, and you can subscribe on iTunes while you're there. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends about us. And if you didn't like it, uh, tell your enemies, and also that's mean. We're currently in the process of writing Season 2, so do stick around, because there's lots more DBVH on the way. In the meantime, send your questions, your comments, your general thoughts on life to dbvhradio at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Children use it, let all the children boogie. Ah, 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 ah.